This is the Deep Exile Podcast. What's your favorite donut? Buttermilk glazed. But sometimes I like an apple fritter, but I can't eat the whole thing. I sort of break off pieces of it. The apple fritter is a commitment. <laughs> it is. Because what I really want are the big sugary, crumbly outside pieces. See, I'm about the apples. So oh, okay. we should get together on the apple fritter thing. Yeah, I'll eat the outside. You can have the creamy, puffy center apple <laughs> business. See, we solve many things on the podcast. So no skit. We're just going to podcast it up. Yep. No, I'm sorry, people. Someone's got to get serious on this show. I'll tell you what. Here we are. Ready, set, go. Wait, say it slower. Here we are. <laughs> go. It's September 2013. I'm David Helpling. I'm John Jenkins. And this is the Deep Exile podcast number... 17? 18. 18? Isn't it 18? I don't know. Wow, we should probably look that up. <laughs> I I sincerely think it's it's number 18. 18, okay. Regardless of the number, this is a very exciting podcast for me personally, Mr. Jenkins. And why is that? Well, for the better part of three years, we've been writing and producing and mixing our new record, the third record in the trilogy, and it's done. It is done. It's totally done. <laughs> it sounds really good. After all the mixing we did, which was a lot compared to previous records. Mm-hmm. And then it went off to mastering up northern, uh, was it Portland? What's the city? McMinnville. McMinnville. And the mastering happened over about a week and we got the master back. And it sounds amazing. When we got the master, the final version my mind was completely blown. I felt like I was hearing the album for the first time. Yeah, I got a text from you, which was one of the most uh, excited texts I was, I've I was from enthused. you before. I was very enthusiastic Yeah, about you it. were like, OMG, this master sounds amazing. <laughs> and uh, it sounds really good. I feel like I'm starting to hear the music for the first time. Sort of like, wow, this is what the record's going to sound like. Well, the guy who did the mastering, Steve Hall at Future Disc, all of you out there probably have records or CDs on your shelf that Steve has mastered. You could probably say that everyone out there has a, a disc or a record in their collection that has been mastered by Steve. And if you don't, pretty soon you will. We hope so, anyway, <laughs> right? But there was a note from Steve. I love this. It's awesome. Because Steve lives in McMinnville, Oregon, and he has a, a ranch there, sort of a you know some land. And on the land, he has a herd of alpaca. Those are like uh, llamas? They're sort of like llamas, yeah. Okay. That's right. Nice. He had said he had to take a break from mastering our album because he had to go and basically deliver a baby alpaca. That means to assist in the birth in of? In the birth of, yes. <laughs> yes. I love that. He had, to, he had to stop mastering to go and uh, assist in the birth of this baby alpaca. Can you imagine? He's in this big, fancy studio working on our music, and he has to go out and... Put on his overalls. Get, and his, hand, <laughs> get his hands dirty and birth a small alpaca. I mean, that's just so crazy. I love that. He's living the dream. So, yeah, the record sounds amazing, but why isn't it out yet? Why can't we just release it today in September? Okay. I didn't ask Let's you. Let's do if, it. I'm not asking you if we could. I'm asking you why can't we? 
Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess things have to happen, don't they? We can't just put it out immediately. What does it take to make an audio CD to get it in the hands of our listeners? Well, first it needs music. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I guess we can check that off the list, right? Check. It needs artwork. Yes. Really awesome, vibey artwork. How's that coming along? It's coming along well. I think it's almost finished. But then all of the artwork and the master has to go to duplication and make all these CDs and then we get them and then they go to all the distribution places and then we set it free. And that takes a couple of months. There's a long lead time. So the record is coming soon, so just hang in there. Can we tell them when the release date is? We certainly can. Why don't we um, talk about a few other things and then hit the release date and the title of the record maybe towards the end of the podcast. What do you think? Okay. Or we could just do it now and then sort of just talk about stuff. No, let's do it later. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. So the artwork and the manufacturing and all that stuff is in progress right now. Yep. Heading towards the release date, which is at some point in the future. You will know shortly if you continue to listen to this podcast. So being that it's September in San Diego, we've had an awesome, really warm, but cool breeze kind of summer, which is my favorite. Mm Mm-hmm. But we're coming to that part of the summer that you can never avoid, which is before we can transition to the fall, it's sort of hot for a few weeks. And like you said, which was really interesting a while back, I was talking about how awesome the weather is and it's really hot. And I I sort of said, yeah, we're stuck in the studio mixing the record the whole summer we mixed. Yes. And you said something that totally hit home and made sense. You're like... It's the perfect time to be mixing. We don't want to be outside getting a sunburn and sweating and all that. We should be in the studio. Where it's air conditioned and nice and cool. Yeah. And then, you know, after summer's gone, the weather cools down, gets really awesome. That's when you want to go outside. That's when I want to go outside is when I I get into that November thing. So it makes sense. But still, today is really hot. It is. It's like 86 degrees. Yeah. For me... That is warm. That's pretty warm. I'm sure there's some people in other parts of the country listening that are like, you guys, 86 is nothing. I prefer it to be about 20 degrees cooler than that. Yeah. 66 is just right. 64, 66. But I figured since we are in the studio today, maybe we could just change the mood a little bit and just bring some rain into the podcast so we can pretend that it's like November already. So, you want me to go outside and get the hose? Or? No, 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 no. I, I have something here I wanted you to check out. But do, do you agree with me? Is yeah. Is that cool to, like, get into the November vibe? Okay. Okay, so I thought I would just bring a little bit of this. I love it. So I figured we could have this on while we're talking. And somehow, deep in the back of our minds... We'll just get so vibed out and excited about the rain that uh, things will go well. Okay. Can I just leave that on for a while? Yeah, it's awesome. So, John, we've been talking for several minutes here, and I sort of even didn't think about the fact that there's been some subtle but very vibey music behind us while we're talking. I wonder if this is going to be on the new record. You know what? Maybe. What song is this? Do you know? I do. You do? Okay. (laughs) Am I allowed to say? I don't think we should say the name of the song because, you know, it's just too early to be revealing 
such profound information. Such a tease, man. I'm sorry. If you're listening to this podcast, I would assume that you have heard our music before. We have a habit, I'm going to call it, of creating a batch of songs where several of them are very deep and very ambient and very textural. You know, because there's a creamy center to some of our records, right? Yeah, typically that's how it works out. So the song that you've been hearing behind us is one of the creamy songs from the new record. It's probably one of the creamiest songs we've ever done. Of the creamy songs, it is the creamiest. And uh, at this point, right now, obviously I'm excited. This is my favorite creamy song we've ever made. Yeah, it's a good one. It makes me want to lay down and listen to it over and over. Infinite repeat. Oh, man. We are genuinely excited at the result of the last three years. It sounds really awesome. I'm ready to set it free. I'm excited to see it go out to the world and see what people think. There's a thing that happens when you're making an album. You start having your doubts. Yeah. It's like a push and a pull, and depending on the day, I either like it or I hate it. But now that it's done, and we're hearing the final master, I think we did a really good job with this one. I agree. I, I also agree with everything you just said. I have had days where we were mixing, where I was just like, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what sounds good anymore. I don't know if we're making the right decisions. Yeah. But like you said, now that it's all finished and I'm listening to it, I'm just so grateful and proud that we took the time to stick it through those days and make all the right decisions. Yeah, I guess it's just part of the artistic process. Yeah, I think there's uh, times of doubt and there's times of excitement and it's a push and pull. But right now, it's all good. And it's all done. It's all done. So that's a good thing. I don't know if everyone knows how the process is, but um, after all of the mixing, I'm sort of all excited to do some new stuff. Yeah. Of course, we have a whole record of new stuff, so it's a little silly, right? Well, yeah, it's new to the people. It's not new to us. That's right. When was the last podcast? It was January, because Jonathan was here. And at that time, we were just sort of finishing up on the creative stuff and getting ready to mix. Yeah, and I think, you know, we, we probably could have mixed the whole record in three months, but we did take some time to uh, get a little live set together to perform at the ZMR Awards. Yeah. You may remember that when The Crossing was released, it won some awards. Well, this year, the people at ZMR, the, usually the awards are just given out via email and there's just an announcement and that's it. This year, they decided to actually have an awards show in New Orleans, and they invited previous winners to come and perform at the awards show. So basically, we are uh, working on the album, trying to get it finished, and this invitation comes in to perform at the ZMR Awards. So we stopped, pretty much shut down production on the new album to prepare ourselves because we had to put it all together and learn how to play these songs live. We've never played these songs live before. So we basically stopped working on the new record to do this ZMR show. And that sort of ate a couple of months out of our mixing process. Yeah. But it was well worth it. That was a great opportunity and a great show. And a lot of fun. And uh, actually ended up benefiting this project in a huge way. It did. We're not going to talk about that, are we? When are we going to talk about that? And, this is and, it, man. And are we allowed to talk about it? This is the podcast. Because it's a sort of a big deal. This is the revealing, man. So do you want to talk about what, one of the connections we made that changed the record a little bit? 
Sure. So uh, the ZMR Awards show in New Orleans was an amazing opportunity. Why? Because we were performing and hanging out with both artists and radio programmers and DJs. Some reviewers, yeah. And that's one of the main reasons we decided to pause mixing and go do the show, right? Yeah. To hang out with all these people that you have known for so long but never met face-to-face was really cool. So at the same, about the same time this is happening, we're doing some mixing on one of the tracks and putting it together, and it's sounding really good, but it's just, it's missing something. Indeed. It was missing something. Some kind of another thing that comes here at the end of the track that, that brings us home. And so we're thinking about all these vocalists, you know, who, who do we know? Who could we get to sing it? We've never really had vocals on any of our albums before. No, you said we never really have vocals. We haven't had any vocals. You're right. Yeah, we've never had any vocals. Uh, you've had vocals on your solo project. I used a couple vocal samples that a, a vocalist friend of mine did. You did the same thing. Yeah, I've had vocals. But on, this was before. As far as the Helpling and Jenkins collaboration is concerned, there's been no vocals. Yeah, in fact, we have been a duo for all of Treasure and all of The Crossing. We didn't have any guest musicians perform with us ever. So we're thinking about, there's a few people we're thinking about who could do this part or how we could add to the end of this track. And then the ZMR thing comes along. Very late in the process of us getting ready to do the show, we were getting the schedule, the set list or whatever, emailed to us. And it was this spreadsheet with all who goes on at what time and all this. And at some point, I look in there and it says, Miriam Stockley is going to present Best World Album and Best Vocal Album. I've been listening to her voice and her music since 91. Wow. And uh, actually, going back and thinking about it, that album she did, Praise, that came out in 91, was a a big influence for me to make my first record, Between Green and Blue. Really? There was only three artists I really listened to a lot in those years. She was a big influence on me. Wow. So it was John's idea. He looks at me and says, we have this part in mind for the song. It's a vocal part. I know someone who sings. It's Miriam Stockley. <laughs> so we uh, went to the ZMR show, and I saw her sitting in the audience. Next thing you know, we have a track on the album that's featuring Miriam Stockley. <laughs> I'm so excited. Not only is it a track, it is the title track, and quite possibly the uh, culmination of three albums worth of material from our duo. Yes. So that's the big news. We have uh, Miriam Stockley singing some amazing vocals on uh, one of the key songs on the new record. I can't wait for you listeners to hear this song. It's a really important track for the record. It's an important track for the trilogy. It is. And this is the end of the trilogy, which is really exciting and kind of sad at the same time. I guess if we start again as a duo, the music might sound a little different than the trilogy. It'll be a reboot like they're doing with all the superheroes these days, right? We don't need to reboot. I haven't seen many movies at all. Between mixing and work and family and everything, I just haven't been able to get out to the cinema. I don't think you've missed a whole lot this summer. I did get to see Star Trek Into Darkness, and I had to see it, I think, twice. It was so good. Yeah, I saw it twice, too. But, you know, I missed all the other ones, all the Oblivion and Elysium. I did go see Pacific Rim, not exactly deep and profound, but one heck of a ride. It was awesome. I saw Man of Steel and Elysium and Star Trek. Of course. I liked Star Trek. 
That's all I'll say. But the most important thing is, is we were in here mixing instead of going out and seeing movies and doing all kinds of fun stuff. We were doing the other fun stuff, which is in here, mixing the record that is now all finished. Is there, is Livingston at the door? Yeah. <laughs> is that who that is? You brought him home? <laughs> he's not, he's not adjusted to this desert climate. Let me in. <laughs> is the AC on in there? Yeah. Where's John's feet? That's what he's looking for. <laughs> he doesn't want me. Livingston is attached to John. Hey, Livingston. How's it going? We don't usually allow animals in deep exile, but he's a long way from home. Yes. You'll remember him from podcast 16, wasn't it? Yes. And now he's here joining us in the studio as we record. And he's alive and well. And very needy, apparently. So, anywho. We need to talk about what's really important. What is important? What is important? We are here on this podcast, number 18, to tell all of our listeners the name of the album and the release date. So, are you going to say it? Say what? Go ahead. It? Spill, spill the beans. Beans? Let it out. You mean the name of the album? Yeah. Well, let's not do that yet. I was just saying that's why we're here, to give the listeners an earful, maybe let them hear one of the tracks, talk about when the album's going to be released, what the album is titled, so on and so forth. Man, I love this rain. Anyway, um, did you want to go ahead and play a song from the new record and reveal the title and release date? Sure, yeah. I guess, I mean, if we're not going to do the uh, iPod shootout, then we can go ahead and oh, reveal uh, the thing. We've done it every podcast, like the last, what, 10? Yeah. So why wouldn't we do it today? There's really no reason why we wouldn't do it today. So why don't we take five, we'll go grab our iPods, and we'll plug them in and do a, a shootout. Okay. Let's go. So whose iPod are we going to do first? This is your iPod. So you want to do three and three? Yeah, three and three. Keep it simple and fantastic. Is that you going to find the shuffle mode? Tickety tick tick. Ready? I'm ready. This is track one. David's iPod. No way. Wow, man. This album is called Images and Words. I can't believe this hasn't come up in all the podcasts. This band is Dream Theater. I love this entire album. This is good stuff. Very good. Here, let's let it go for a minute. You're probably going to have to stop it. Otherwise, we're going to play it for all seven minutes of it or whatever. <laughs> we're both sitting here rocking out right now. Yeah, you should see our heads. Our headphones are going to fall off. This is probably the most popular Dream Theater album, right? Yeah, this was the big one. Images and Words um, was huge. Okay, next. Next. Very nice. Is this Sigur Ross? It is. Oh, at least I got the artist. This isn't the new one, is it? No. 
Not that I can pronounce the names of their albums or anything. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it's Valkar. Valkar and Ebert. Yes. Valkarshen. What is this? Which one is it? Kohargebiler. <laughs> I love me some cigarettes. Me too, man. All of it. Dude. I Can I just surrender now and not even have to do my iPod? I don't know. You, you've got a vast collection. You can really come out and whoop my butt with it, so... Next? Yes, though I could stay in Iceland forever. That was awesome. Wow. This isn't the general's daughter, is it? No, it's another film score, though, of course. I know this. Wait, this isn't um, Entrapment. Why do I know this, man? You could tell me if I couldn't get it. Is that Paycheck? Yeah. Oh! By what's his name? John Powell. John Powell. Man, this is a great score. It's half of its action. That's why I didn't recognize it. There's only, I think, two really melodic cues on here, and this is one of them. So that was my three tracks. That was your three. I'll take it. That yeah. was great. Dude, I quit. No, I you give don't. Up, man. No, you're going to just blow me away right now. Okay, here we go. Here's John's iPod. Dude. Track one. Shuffle songs. Shuffle songs. John's iPod. Deep stuff. That sounds awesome. I don't know what this is. No. You're going to have to tell us. This is a collaboration between Bruno Sanfilippo and Matthias Grassau. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing his name correctly, wow. but... What's the album called? The album is called Ambiescence, Piano, and Drones. Wow. It's beautiful. It is cool. It's a very cool album. I might just have to take a nap before you play the next one. Okay. I'm feeling a little sleepy. It's beautiful. All right, next up. Yep, I love it though. What do you got here? The Radiohead. Oh, nice. What album is this? This is In Rainbows. In Rainbows, nice. I love me some Radiohead. I know you do. I like Radiohead, but I'm not into them quite as much as you are. But everyone's in a radio head. So. This, uh, the track is called House of Cards. That's awesome. Okay, number three. Do it. Man, that's beautiful. I love this album. This is Eric Wallow. This is Eric Wallow? Yeah. This isn't Blue Sky Red Guitars, is it? No, this is the and the album is called Guitar Nova. Oh, I remember this one. It's from 2000 and no, 2000, I think. Did he engineer this one himself? God, it sounds amazing. It's got three tracks of rhythm and then one of melody. It's like boom boom boom. And it's all mostly acoustic guitar stuff. That sounds so good. Yeah. Good album. Great album. Really good album. What an eclectic selection of musics we have. Well, that's good. Well, that was an awesome three-track 
iPod shootout, and I don't think there's a clear winner. I would love for uh, you, the listeners, to decide yeah. who wins that round. Send us an email and let us know. Or call us and let us know. Oh, they can call us. How's that? It's 858-926-5770. 858-926-5770. Hey, you want to read some emails? We get emails from all ranges of people, young, old, a lot of people in Europe. How do you know their ages? It's an email. Well, I can tell by the things they say. Their penmanship? Okay. Let me read you this email and you guess on the person's age. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Um, we will leave the sender's name and email address anonymous. He says, hey, dude. How do you know it's a he? Well, <laughs> once again, <laughs> let me read the message. And based on the message, you tell me how old and the gender of the individual sending the message may be. This person... It says, hey, dude, I think your music is one of the most awesome things in the world. It takes me to a deeper thought in imagination and just fills my spirit with dreams, exclamation point. I just started listening to it about a month ago from seeing a video of the Northern Lights with your song Lifted as the background, which made it that much awesomer. Keep it up, man. This really is beautiful. From reading this, I would say it is a young man, but maybe it's not. You should see some of the emails I get from my grandmother. So when this listener says Northern Lights, he's talking about the video from Sean Malone, a wonderful photographer who does some amazing time-lapse photography stuff. She was doing this project where she was taking tens of thousands of photographs of the Aurora Borealis up near Lake Superior in the UP of Michigan, the Upper Peninsula, for those of you who don't know what UP stands for. I didn't, and now I do, so thank you. And she took all these photos, still photos that she had taken of the Northern Lights, and stitched them together into a time-lapse video, and it was fantastic. And she decided to use the track Lifted from The Crossing as the soundtrack to this video, and it's just stunning. It's beautiful. Super um, expansive HD showing the horizon line and all the Aurora Borealis lights, and the time-lapse is so... On such a grand scale, like there's so much in the frame. It's just beautiful. It won the award for the Smithsonian video contest. Yeah. Which is the Smithsonian. Hello, that's crazy. Very cool. So anyway, apparently he saw that. He, uh, My grandmother there saw the video and, <laughs> and was uh, excited about the music. There's so much going on. There's so much to talk about. I'm just so very excited about the artwork that is almost finished. Once again, the artwork is by Mikhail Karch who is the same artist that did the uh, images for The Crossing. He's been working and doing some extraordinary work on the new record, and we've been going back and forth because he is in Poland, and I'm very pleased and excited about the work that he's done. It will be revealed soon. Yes, all will be revealed soon. Right? Right. Sorry, I'm sitting here nodding. You can't see me nodding my head, can you? Yes, he's nodding his Mm -hmm. head in agreement. Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Yes, I agree. What you said... So this podcast is the exciting podcast. It is September. The album is finished. It's mastered. We're doing artwork and all that stuff. What track are we going to play for our listeners from the record? I would say track two or three or eight. My vote is two. Yeah. Okay. So uh, (laughs) we're about to play you a brand new song that no one has heard. A lot of the tracks have been on podcasts. Really? I don't know if I would say a lot of the tracks. Track one has been on a podcast. The last podcast, that's right, track one. Track two has not. 
Track three has not. Track four was on a podcast. It, it was made for a podcast. It was. That's so crazy. <laughs> and track four is one of the songs that I've been waiting for us to finish and release. Yeah. I was lobbying to have it on The Crossing. And I love this track, everything about it. When it was on a podcast, it didn't sound at all like it does now. What about five? Track five has not been on a podcast. Track six has not been on a podcast. Nope. Track seven has not been on a podcast. Nope. Track eight, eight. has. Or is it just on the video? Maybe just on the video. With Matthew playing the bass. Yeah. Track nine is totally brand new. Track nine. Track 10 has been on a podcast. Track 10 has been on a podcast. So that's really only three of them, I guess. That's that right. That's not that many. Okay. But uh, track 10 has been on a podcast and caused quite a stir and controversy. <laughs> we had a, a particular listener who has become fanatical about it <laughs> because he loves that song so much. Kevin, if you're listening... Your song is on the new album. Yeah, it is. And the track is also one of the tracks that we played live at the ZMR Awards. It was explosive live. Thunderous and beautiful. Here we go. This is, uh, you want to play track two, right? I would love to play track two. This will be track two on the album. This track is called Sun Racer. So the track is called Sun Racer. The album is called Found. Found. It sounds like the end of a trilogy. Everything that started with Treasure is all buttoning up here. Yes. So the album is called Found, and when will it be available? The official release date for the album is November 12th. So 11-12-13. 11-12-13. How cool is that? Found will be available in stores and online. Easy to remember, 11, 12, 13. Although we will have pre-orders available well ahead of that. But you need to go to deepexile.com to do any pre-orders of Found. 
And speaking of that, if you're listening to the podcast and you don't know where to find John and I online, we each have a Facebook page. Yes. And then we have our co-website, deepexile.com, where you can go to hear all about what's going on, the latest news. We also have a store there where we're, you know, selling the music and the merchandise and whatnot. So visit us at deepexile.com and just search for us on Facebook, I guess. And then you'll know. Thank you so much for listening. Found will be available 11, 12, 13. I'm David Helpling. I am John Jenkins. And this was the Deep Exile podcast number 18. Thanks for listening.